Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks Thanks be to to God, who gives us victory, the victory, the victory, through our Lord Jesus Christ. And welcome back to the Living Victory Podcast. My name is Christian Conway, as always, joined by my two main men. And today is a special occasion. And the reason it's a special occasion is because this is the 100th episode of the Living Victory Podcast. This is the 100th episode of the Living Victory Podcast. And we just want to thank you guys because this, when we started this, I did not see the 100th episode. It was not in view. It was not something that we were planning for, not something we were looking for because 100, 100 weeks of podcast is almost two years. And two years ago, I was a very different person. Two years ago, Max was a very different person, and two years ago, Jonathan was the exact same engineering student who hated his I, life. I knew you were going to make a joke. <laughs> I literally knew you were going to make a joke. <clears throat> but we we just love each other. We love you guys, and we love God, and that's why we do this podcast. We're so excited to be here on the 100th episode, and honestly, I look forward to the 1,000th episode, so let's keep this going. Yeah. Not in that order, though. Um <laughs> We love other people, and then God, oh. and then each other. I was like, <laughs> I was like, usually the thousandth comes after the hundredth. So, oh, yeah, no. We I could just be like the that. iPhone though, and start skipping numbers if you guys want to. Like, I'm all for that. <laughs> you know. So join we'll us next we week for our two hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a ride it's been! Like, seriously, we've we've been through a lot with this podcast. We started off when it was in COVID, so it was very, very different time in life when we all had time to (laughs) sit around and kind of flush out what we really wanted this podcast to be and i think we started off with two episodes a week um that ended up going to one a week when covid started releasing its grip on the world a little bit um i don't even know how we did twice a week because we're (sighs) we struggle to do one a week sometimes i know you guys have probably seen many episodes where i have not been there so apologies for that, but this so technically this isn't my 100th episode, but hey, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> I think it might only be Max's 100th episode. That's true. Has Max ever missed? I don't think Max ever missed. Hey, the consistency Wait. award goes to Max. We did. Did we do one without him? Or did we not? I can't remember. Hmm. Anyway, well, it's funny because right when you were giving him the consistency award for always being here, he stood up and left. Yeah, it, literally. So, <laughs> uh, that was ironic, but he's back. Wait, what did I miss? <laughs> Jonathan was giving you the consistency award for oh. being here every episode. And right when he said, like, thank you for always being here, you stood up and left. <laughs> okay, yes, I did stand up to leave. Yeah, I had some friends who were knocking on the door wanted to say hi so I'm like okay hi all right so just some direction for what this podcast is going to be as our 100th episode we wanted to take a step back have a lighter episode a little bit more friendly banter between us we're uh probably going to play uh maybe a little game of would you rather or something similar just so you guys can get to know the hosts a little bit better we we know we do a weekly update um usually between us three uh each podcast but we wanted to do more of a life update for you guys just to share where we are at in terms of um just our circumstances in life and then also like what the lord is is leading us to and 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 then finally we kind of want to 
just briefly discuss like where we want to take the podcast, some of the vision that we have moving forward. And um, yeah, so we just want to, yeah, do that. So um, do you guys want to start off with the life update or do you guys want to start off with the, uh, the friendly banter and questions? I like the life updates. We could start, start, I guess, a little more serious and lively, but um, I can start if you want. Um, we'll go for the life update. Um, so yeah, I just got back from spring break a week ago. Um, and over spring break, there were some different things that came up. Um, one of them being, I'm sort of now focused on where I'm going to be over the summer. Um, it hasn't been officially confirmed, but I think you know, there's at least a 75% chance. Um, I'll be in Lancaster again over the summer. Um, so I'm not leaving this area to go back home anytime soon, um, which is cool and a little different. It'll be my first summer, not at home. Um, I mean, we've done Mission Possible trips where they were over the summer, but, you know, always came back to home. So it's going to feel a little different. I feel like I'm somehow an adult, which I don't think I should be. I think they should take my license from that, but oh well. Um, so yeah, I applied to a job yesterday that I don't know if I'm actually going to pursue. There are a lot of different things over the summer that I'm like very wrestling with, um, I'm going to do my practicum at a church. Um, at least that's the plan. But the rest of the time is very open and different. Um, so, yeah, my friend yesterday, he works at a theater and we were hanging out all day yesterday. And he's like, yo, you should apply to work here because it's like the best envir work environment like ever. And so, you know, spending six, seven hours with him. And him throughout the day, like being like, hey, you going to apply? I guess I'm like, well, it doesn't hurt. So, yeah, just stuff like that going on. Um, it's been since December, I've been trying to figure out what my summer is going to look like. And now I finally am narrowing that down, which feels really good. Um, and of course, I'm here at school um, learning a lot. Um writing a lot of papers. I just sent one to Christian the other day um, about what I believe about children and salvation and baptism and stuff. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so a lot of just fun stuff that I'm doing, being busy, um, not as busy as you two, I'm sure, but still, still have a lot to do. So super excited um, for what's to come. Um, and I think God is going to well, I pray God uses me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's encouraging to follow along in Max's life and just see how the Lord is using him and see the great potential that he has because he's studying, studying, studying right now. And he's living out that Ravi Zacharias quote that Jonathan always uses, that you should not forsake your times of study because they prepare you for your times of experience. And Max is doing that, putting his head to the grindstone right now so that one day he can work in ministry full time and just be really rewarded for all of the efforts that he's put in on the front end. And it's encouraging to see him and his faithfulness and his schoolwork 
And even while he's at school, his faithfulness in discipling guys and building relationships and really just living his life for Christ in every way that he can. So I'm really proud of my brother, Max, um, and I'll, I'll give my life update now. So as you guys know, I work at a church here in Virginia, and I'm coming up on my one-month anniversary. I think I'm right at about 10 and a half months. So sorry, my one-year anniversary, not my one-month anniversary. <laughs> I, uh, I'm right at about 10 and a half months right now, and it's been, it's been really awesome. I am in a season of extreme learning right now because I learn at church from all the pastors that work at the church and just the amazing men and women of God that I'm able to work with every single day. I learn from the ministry that I do from the people that I minister to, whether it's the four, fourth and fifth graders or the middle schoolers and high schoolers, the college students, whether it's the men, I just learn from all of the different people that I minister to, learn how to love, how to care, and just how I can be the best shepherd that I can be for the situation that God has entrusted to me at this point. Um, and then I'm also going to seminary on the side. So I'm a full-time seminary student and that's three classes a semester where I just got to sit down and learn from men who have studied the Bible their entire lives. Uh, right now I'm taking a class on ecclesiology and eschatology, which is the doctrine of the church and the doctrine of the end times. I'm taking another class in family and marriage counseling, which inspired our marriage episode we did a couple months ago. Um, I'm taking another class in hermeneutical systems. So it's a healthy balance of nerdy Bible things that only pastors know about and like really, really practical things that anybody can put into practice every day of their lives. And just getting to live this life that God has put me in and learn from my professors, learn from my pastors, learn from the people I minister to, learn from my parents, learn from my friends, just learning, 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 learning. And I was, I think I was talking to Jonathan about that this week. Just the way that I live my life, I get to constantly be in like four or five different places in scripture every week because the different sermons that I'm hearing and the different sermons I'm preparing for and the different Bible studies I'm doing with people, I'm just constantly dipping my mind into God's word in different areas all week long, which is really, really encouraging. And this is what I looked for when I was going to the University of Guam. When we started this podcast, I was a political science major at the University of Guam and I was looking forward to the day when I could study God's word all day long and call it work. And that's exactly where I am right now. And I'm so blessed to be here. So blessed to have the busy schedule that I have because everything on my schedule is worth it. Everything that God has put on my schedule is something that builds me up and it's something that I can use to build others up. And I just see God's hand so prevalently and so strongly in every area of my life. It's really amazing just to see God's sovereignty and his his plan at work in my own life. So that's kind of where I'm at, just a season of learning and growth. And uh, I'm on trajectory to be a pastor in the next two to four years. And I'm really excited to see where God takes me in the future because people ask me what I want to do and what part of ministry I want to hang around in my whole life. And really the only answer I have for them is I just want to share the gospel with people for the rest of my life. It doesn't matter who I share it with or how I share it with them. I just, I want to be a, a light for Christ who is always sharing the gospel with people with every opportunity that God gives me. Like I want, I want Paul's statement in Philippians 121 to really be true in my life. To live is Christ. Like if God gives me breath, I want to be using that breath to glorify him. And if God gives me opportunities and relationships, I want to be leveraging all of those opportunities and relationships for his name and for his glory. So I am beyond blessed and this podcast is just another opportunity for me to take what I've been given and to help share it with the listeners of this podcast, share it with Max and Jonathan, 
and just learn the ability to sharpen my speaking skills. That's preparing me for the many, many hours of speaking that are to come. So my position in life doesn't look too much different from Max or Christian's in the sense that, yeah, I'm still in school, um, but it is going to be changing shortly within the next couple of months because I'm graduating from the University of Maryland in um, May this year. So I will officially have graduated, assuming I pass on my classes, um, with a mechanical engineering degree in May. And that's like exciting. Um, <clears throat> there was... There was a life thing that was going on that I mentioned briefly on the podcast um, that is most likely not going to be. So I had I had basically two different avenues where my life could go after school. Um, one of the uh, avenues was a missions trip, basically abroad for nine months um, and just through lots of lots of different things going around in the world. Um, and specifically where this place was that I would have gone. Uh, and through lots of discussions, lots of prayer time, it looks like that wasn't the door that God wanted to open at that time. Um, and there was another door that actually just opened that I was not nervous about, but it was like wondering if the Lord was going to open this door. Um, I work for a, a commercial HVAC company in, uh, in Gaithersburg, Maryland. And they ended up, I'm, I'm an intern for them. So I started as an intern last summer and I've been interning through the semesters um, just to basically work part-time during the semesters. And uh, I, uh, they just offered me formally a full-time position as a project manager at the company. Um, so that was like really cool, really exciting. Uh, it's like a big, <laughs> it's a big boy position, big, big boy job. So that's a little like scary because uh, all I've been doing for the past checking my watch 21 years of my life has been school. Um, so I've, I've definitely like worked full time in the summers and stuff before, but this, this seems just like a little bit different in terms of, you know, the gravity related to it. So, but that's cool. Uh, I have to make a decision on that pretty soon, but it's, it's not set in stone. Obviously we're going to see what the Lord does with that, but I'm excited that that is an opportunity that could happen as well. Um, yeah, honestly, if I, I have to echo anything that Max and Christian said, like, no matter what we're doing in life, whether we're in ministry specifically full-time or in school full-time or we are in the workforce full-time, obviously I think our focus should always be on sharing Jesus with people in whatever capacity that means. Um, by no means, if you're not in ministry full-time, does that mean that you shouldn't be sharing Jesus with people? And that's going to be easy to forget for me personally, especially if I go into uh, your normal, in quotes, workforce kind of job. Um, but man, God can work there just as much as he can work in wherever you are doing full-time ministry. So that's an encouragement to anybody else out there that, that might be working, you know, full-time, like a normal job, like I might be in the future. Um, and then finally, uh, the, the big thing that has been kind of a part of my life for the past two years now is the fact that I live with, with, uh, five non-Christian roommates. So that's been a wild ride. Uh, God's taught me so much through that and and I've had some awesome opportunities to you know talk with them about what they believe and what I believe and uh, just kind of we've been able to flush out some some really good conversations about just life the meaning of life and and uh, how God plays a role in that 
or is the role in that if you want to get down to specifics. But so that's been a huge blessing as well. I know I kind of downplayed on the podcast a lot because I'm obviously in that house right now. So I don't want to like, if you know, this house is terrible in terms of sound quality. So (laughs) you can probably hear me talking about them. So I don't want to say anything um, either way, but honestly, they're really good people. And I've loved being able to live with them as much as it's been a blessing. It's also been a challenge. So but God's been really good in that and he's been faithful in that and he's taught me a lot. So that's kind of like where I'm at. <clears throat> um, similar to Max and Christian, but a little bit different. And uh, definitely. So, all right. Those are our life updates. So do you guys want to lighten the mood a little bit with some would you rather questions? I actually found some that uh, I think are actually pretty good. They're they're biblical would you rather questions. So you guys want to start off with some of those? I know Christian found them too, so yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so this is a uh, this is pretty. I like this question a lot. <laughs> Would you rather have seen the Red Sea part or Jesus walking on water? Jesus walking on water. <laughs> Funny you say that because this morning in uh, <clears throat> children's ministry, I literally taught the story of Jesus walking on water, and in the story, we talked about how Jesus. In this scenario, Peter was standing on the water because Jesus had brought him out. And then he started to doubt because he was, or he started to sink because he was doubting. And then he realized Jesus was his only hope to be able to walk in this water again. And then we compared that to the Red Sea when God brought them to the Red Sea and their only hope of getting out of that situation was God. <clears throat> so, uh, but yeah, definitely Jesus walking on water. That'd be sick. Okay. All right. That one was a little more one-sided than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> All right. This one is also... They, they had a lot of good questions on this. I found a... Anyway, um, would you guys rather have dinner with Moses or Paul? Paul. Dang, you didn't even hesitate. <laughs> uh, probably Paul. Okay. It's, All right. It's, it's close. A lot That's closer a- than what Christian made it out to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd probably say Paul too, but I feel like Moses was probably a pretty cool guy. Um, all right. This is another good one. Would you guys rather spend one hour in heaven or spend a week with Jesus on earth? Ooh, an hour in heaven. Dude, dude, Christian doesn't even like think about it. He just yeah. knows. <clears throat> okay, okay. Let, let, like, just think about the descriptions of heaven that we get in the Bible. Like, not to mention Jesus is in heaven, so right. you get to go to heaven. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> what a loophole! Um, yeah, it it's tough because like it would be cool to like be with Jesus for that long, um, and like ask him questions about real life stuff going on. Um, but then I was just reading in the Psalms the other day, like it's better to be a doorkeeper for <laughs> in heaven than it is to be. You know, anywhere else, basically. So I'm going to go with heaven, too. I'd rather spend one day in your house than a thousand elsewhere. No, it's a different passage, but. Well, I, I know, but I was, oh, yeah, yeah, same, yeah, same yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. I would probably spend a week with Jesus on Earth just because Why? it's a longer period of time. Because I feel like you yeah, would. There's get... a difference between being in the presence of God the Father in all of his holiness and walking next to Jesus. 
Like, like, not to say that Jesus isn't holy. Wow. Hey, okay. not, not, <laughs> not to mention, or not to say that Jesus isn't glorious and holy, but there's so much more. Yeah, but then you have to come back to Earth, and you're yeah, like, like "Well, this sucks." So I feel like I wouldn't even like. Sure, you get a taste of what's to come, but then you're like, "Well, everything else sucks compared to it." And yeah, but think of how think of how it would change your life, like. Think of Isaiah. Isaiah sees God in Isaiah 6. And his first reaction is to fall down and say, woe is me, I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell among a people of unclean lips. And he was sent by God. God, I forgot the quote, but he was like, I need somebody to go do my work. And Isaiah said, here I am. And Isaiah came back to the earth. Like imagine living your life on the other side of an experience like that. And I, I think a, I think a, a moment with Jesus or a week with Jesus would be very similar. And I'm, I'm, I... What I said earlier was a little sketchy because <laughs> being with Jesus is being in the presence of God because Jesus is God. Um, but I just, I think there's so many more multiplying factors when you're in heaven because that's God's dwelling place. And you mm-hmm. you get to see him on his throne ruling with Jesus at his right hand. And just, I think just being in that moment, like we can think about it and try to imagine it and, and pray that God would give us that kind of experience of him on this side of heaven. But I just... I don't think there's anything like being there. Like, like we see <clears throat> my evidence, I guess my argument would be Jesus invited Peter, James, and John to go up on the Mount of Transfiguration with him. And they saw something that they had never seen before. They had spent who knows how long with Jesus by that point in the ministry. And on the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus showed them his glorified body. And they saw something that they had never seen before. And Peter, his first reaction was to want to stay there. He wanted to stay in that moment with the, the transfigured Jesus. So I, I I would choose heaven for that reason because it's, it is different. And I don't know how to explain the difference without sounding like a heretic because <laughs> Jesus is God. And so being in the presence of God, the father and being in presence of God, the son, you're either way, you're in the presence of God, but something about that glory that would be in God's dwelling place. Like there's no sun because his glory provides enough light for all of heaven. I don't know. I, th- I think that that would just be, it's going to be awesome. To be fair, though, we only have one life and then we spend an eternity in heaven. So, yeah, but just because you're going to, if you're promised an ice cream cone once a week for the rest of your life, doesn't mean that you're not also going to want to have an ice cream cone right now. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that, it's not a good analogy <laughs> because God's way better than an ice cream cone. Yeah, right. I'm not a, I could get the point through that one. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna move on, but that was a good discussion on this. Uh, last one for me, and then maybe Christian, you can read one of yours. Would you rather have the strength of Samson or the wisdom of Solomon? Wisdom. wisdom. I knew. I both <laughs> See, you guys Max is that. with me on this one. <laughs> yeah. I I don't really want to grow my hair out. Sorry. Either way, though, we got to make sure we stay away from beautiful ladies because. <laughs> That was Actually, both of yeah, their they both, they both have weaknesses with that. <laughs> How many wives did Sam, uh, Solomon have? Like too many, three hundred more 200. than days of the year, I think. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that that's is just nuts. no, oh, dude. No wonder he was so down bad in Ecclesiastes. <laughs> that's that how, had to be how many just... weddings did he have a year? Seven hundred wives and three hundred concubines. Holy cow. That's insane. 
I don't even know if I've met that many women in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like a thousand's a lot of people. Dude, it is. How could you remember a thousand names? <laughs> They'd have to all wear name tags. Imagine your wife coming into your room with a name tag on. <laughs> so much for being wise. <laughs> That's actually crazy, though. Dang. How much do you think he had to pay for that? I don't know. Well, he think was about also, these days, standards, one woman is expensive. He was also the <laughs> richest man in the history of the world at that that's, point. So. That's true. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. So, not like Samson did much better, though, even though he only had one. All right. I feel like I'm being one-upped by Jonathan because I looked up a bunch of what if or what would you rather questions. And then Jonathan's like, oh, man, I got these awesome Bible would you rather questions. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to I'm going to take us off the Bible just for a second because, you know, God doesn't have a monopoly on all the good would you rather questions in the world. So would you rather change genders every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a bagel and a baby? <laughs> and a baby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> just skip to the next question. Wait, does so that mean if you like were super hungry and you saw a baby, you just... You would, you would not, basically, you would have to never eat a bagel for the rest of your life because you would oh, never I'm know if it was that. a bagel or a baby. I'm fine with that. I just wouldn't eat bagels anymore. No, but it, yeah, but it's also like if somebody walks into church holding something, you're not, you don't know whether to say that looks delicious or like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the most random would you rather have. <laughs> what the heck? <clears throat> All right, next one. I'm not answering. You know, you didn't answer it. I know. I, that's the point. What's the that's point? Just, what's, what's the point of a would you rather question if you don't answer? You can't even compare those two. It would that's, be interesting to switch your genders every time you sneeze. Logistically, I don't know how that would work. Because, I mean, you like you understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to go into detail about it. But Yeah, there are moments in life when you would not want to sneeze. Let's just say that <laughs> Oh my gosh! Did you really have to bring that up? Uh, oh my gosh! You guys are so lame. All right, I'd probably one. just go with the sneezing one just because it's it's funny. You'd probably be in some weird situations, like <laughs> for sure, at a funeral or something, and you sneeze, and you're suddenly a, a dude or a girl, like opposite of what you were a second oh ago. Yeah. Just talking to someone, talking to your pastor, and you sneeze. Yeah. All right, next one. Would you rather go to the past and meet your ancestors, or go into the future and meet your great great grandchildren? Great grandchildren. Why? Um, I think it'd just be cool. Like, I'm gonna assume in this question that you're in a room with them. You don't get to like see society. Right, and right, what society right, would right, look right. Like. Um, do I get to see society of my ancestors? No. Either way, like history. But it's either way, movie. you're just brought into an interview room and you get to meet them. I don't know. I just think it would be cool. Like, wow, this is like. This came from me somehow. <laughs> yeah. I would say children too, grandchildren. I'm I'd be really scared to meet my great grand great great grandchildren though, because they might be like absolute hooligans and then I'm like, well, something went wrong at some point in the well, line. If they came from you, they're gonna be hooligans regardless. You might as well just <laughs> Yeah, I'm some. the most wild child person you guys know. Oh, ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised you I'm surprised you rein me in to come do this podcast once a week. Not out partying too hard. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. On that note, 
we can get into the the future side of things. Oh, I had one question too. Oh, sorry, Max had one. Same I, I don't know. Drop it, no. Max. Um, you know, so, Max, I'll actually answer your "Would you rather" question. Ouch. <laughs> it's not a "Would you rather" question. Um, it's just no. so. I'm not going to rate you on a scale from one to ten because eleven's not on the it. scale. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I got oh, to sweet. meet my new team um, of RAs next year um and so it's nine people varying from people who i've known since being a freshman in college to people i had never met before and i thought this was a very interesting first question that our supervisor brought up but i thought it was actually pretty cool too what how do you receive love the best and what is something that you do or that other people do that's like, wow, they like hate me almost. Oh, geez. Right. That's like a, that's like a turn. Well, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the way that she phrased it was like, how do people like not show love to you or like, but I, I didn't know how to phrase the phrasing of it's really weird, but I can, I can start um, just to sort of give an idea of what I'm looking for. Um, but um. I'm a very much a words of affirmation person, um, mm. but I'm also very introverted. And so like, I really like talking to people, but for me to go out and talk to someone is very difficult. And so if somebody comes up to me and starts initiating a conversation with me, like that's really cool. Um, on the flip side, things that like I don't like is if there's somebody who like there's something between us that it's like conflict like don't just ignore me or just like you know be petty about it like let's talk about it let's get to the root of the issue and figure it out because i don't like having conflicts with people that's a really good question i would say for me um hmm. words of affirmation and quality time are like married in terms of my love languages <laughs> jonathan uh, just wants somebody who's going to spend a lot of time with him and tell him how great he is the whole time yes <laughs> yes you are so correct <laughs> like i don't need anything else in life the only better so, combination is physical touch and words of affirmation because those are the kind of people like i think that might be max but those are the kind of people who just want somebody to like hug them and tell them how great they are <laughs> literally one of the greatest moments of my life was after my first sermon my only sermon that i preached my friend who i was actually with yesterday gave me a hug and was like max i'm so proud of you and i was like oh my gosh that just like just that moment is so was so cool yeah yeah, we've we've talked about on the podcast before about like situations where somebody will just say something like, you know, hey, like, hey, Jonathan, like, I just want you to know, like, I really enjoy spending time with you. And it like just blows you away. And you're like, wow, my week has been made. <laughs> yep. It's just like such a great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. Like I, it. I feel loved when like people try to include me, um, try to just be around me and try to spend time with me. That's like. I think that's my biggest one. Um, what I don't like, I'm going to piggyback off Max's a little bit. Um, I really don't like it when other people are just being blatantly unreasonable. Mm. So 
it doesn't necessarily have to do with me. It could be in any situation. But if somebody's just like, like if they literally just took a second, calmed down and like started thinking and like we could have a civil conversation about what's going on or they could have a civil conversation with someone else instead of just like giving into their pride and not like just being totally unreasonable. That's like one of my, you can hear my voice right now. Like I'm getting upset about it. I just think it's, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. I just like, I think people would be so much more at peace with each other if there was just more of like a reasonable, I think Paul summed this up when he said, let your reasonableness be known to all. Cause I think it's a, it's a big thing. Um, so that would be my man. I get in a situation like that and I start losing it. So that's yeah. Then I start becoming unreasonable. There you go. How's that for <laughs> ironic? Yeah, I would, uh, I lean a little bit more on the quality time side of things than the words of affirmation side of things. So the way that people can love me the best is just by including me in things. And I think that my friend group here in, in Virginia has learned that really well. So sometimes when I'm, really busy. They'll be making plans and going out to lunch and and doing things. And sometimes it'll inconvenience them to wait an extra half hour or something to include me in the plan, but they do it just for me. And I, that's one of the things that makes me feel the most loved is when people see that I'm busy and choose to inconvenience themselves in order to make sure that I can be included in whatever's going on. Cause it'd be very easy for them to just make plans and tell me that I can make it if I can make it and I can't, if I can't, but just the fact that they are intentional about it and they plan around me is is something that makes me feel really loved. Um, as far as something that makes me feel unloved, hmm. I have a hard time with this one because I've been so well loved my entire life. And I think probably is very similar along the lines of what Jonathan was saying. Um, but it's more so... Like if they, if somebody knows the expectations for a certain situation and is intentionally going against those expectations. So it's kind of an unreasonableness, but like I, the way that I was raised is if, if you're supposed to be there at three o'clock, then get there at three o'clock. And if you're supposed to uh, turn in X number of assignments, then turn in X number of assignments. And so if somebody understands, especially if it's, if it's something that involves me. So if I'm in a group and we have to leave to be at an event by a certain time, and everybody's just dilly-dallying and everybody knows what time we have to be there, but they're just wasting their time so we don't get there on time. Um, that That's kind of what, like, I, I don't get stressed very often, but the moments in life when I do get stressed are the moments when there is some kind of deadline or something that needs to be met and some some factor outside of my control that's very inside of somebody else's control is causing me not to be able to meet those expectations. So it's a, you know, it's group project syndrome. It's it's having to rely on somebody else to meet an expectation that they just don't care about. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it's people just not caring about something that I care deeply about. And their lack of caring makes it to where it... I don't know what the best way to say this is, but the, just the fact that they don't care like hurts my ability to care about it to a certain extent, if that makes sense. I feel like I just barfed words and I hope that they all made sense together. <laughs> Oh, you're good. I, I yeah, think I have sense. an idea. So if I say I don't care about the Michigan Wolverines, you know, you're about to see, but that's not a thing that I expect <laughs> you to care about. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't come into this podcast like, man, I really hope that Max is sad along with me that Michigan lost to Villanova in the Sweet 16 this past weekend. Fair enough. So, last thing on the agenda for today's episode 
is we want to just give a brief discussion on where we're looking to take the podcast from here. Um, so I'll start off with the first thing, and then maybe Christian and Max can jump on top of it. But one thing that we uh, have just recently started talking about <clears throat> is, excuse me, we want to get a, um, we want to reevaluate our vision for the podcast is the best way to put it. So we kind of want to uh, take some time and come up with a mission statement for our podcast um, and just sort of direct our attention more in a, uh, in a direction that we feel that God is calling us to. Um, so we're definitely going to be spending some time in prayer about that. And you guys can obviously join with us in prayer about that as well, because we'd love for you to be on the process of of where we're going to take the podcast in the future. 100 episodes is like super, super awesome. And we're definitely going to continue doing it. Like this isn't like 100th episode, like deuces, we're out. Um, no, we're definitely excited to keep going. But um, we do want to make sure that we are focused in a in a in certain respects um, and just understand that we're doing this for a reason and we want to know what that reason is. So we're going to be working on that and it will be coming out in the near future and i'm sure we'll make a presentation on our website as well when that happens so just a small little update on that yeah because i think like we come in each week and we're sort of like okay here's an idea of something we want to talk about and then it just totally shifts gears you know with with each episode and to sort of have one direction where we're going um you know we can still do what we're doing but like to have it as like, all right, the, ultimately we want to bring it back to this. Um, and of course, you know, the glory of God, that's that's the most important thing. Uh, but to be able to say, all right, is what we're doing, does it line up with what our goals for, for this podcast are? Yeah, I would be completely in agreement with my, my two brothers here on this, that I love the momentum that we've built and I love the platform that we have, and I love what God has given us here. And I think that the most wise way for us to utilize this platform is to figure out how we can dial in our focus and our attention and give all of the energy and resources of this podcast to a certain goal. And like Max said, ultimately, the goal is always going to be to glorify God. But the question is, what path can we take that will glorify God the most? And that's something we're going to be working on over the next few weeks, just between ourselves to try to figure out how we can glorify God, like what space does this podcast need to fill to where it's not taking the role of a local church, to where it's not taking the role of, of fellowship and community among local believers, but to where it is encouraging and edifying to the people who listen. And it, it offers you something that helps you in your daily walk with the Lord in a way that some other things maybe can't or are ill-equipped to, or maybe just in, in your car ride, like in your car ride, your pastor is not always going to be there to talk to you. In your car ride, your friends from church might not always be there to talk to you. So what can we give you in your car ride that'll help you live your life to the glory of God best, I guess, is kind of what we're trying to figure out. Um, and I'm really excited, excited to see where it goes because we've done a lot of good things. I, I think God's done a lot of good things through us on this podcast. And we've seen lives change. We've seen people messaging, messaging us about things that we would never have even expected um, our podcasts to help with. But I think that God has some plans for this podcast. There's a reason it's continued going through all of our busy schedules and through all of the ups and downs. And 
even weeks when we thought we weren't going to be able to get an episode in there, it continued going. And the Lord is in that. We see his sovereignty in all of that. And we are excited to see where he wants to take this podcast next. So if you could join with us in prayer, if you could join with us in everything that we do, just encouraging and edifying believers around you that we may glorify God to the best of our abilities in everything that we do. That's why we're here. And ultimately, we want to share the gospel with with everybody who listens. Because if you are a Christian, then sharing the gospel should only serve to encourage and edify you. If you're a non-believer, then the gospel is the most important thing that you can hear. And we don't want anybody to leave one of these episodes without having heard the gospel because the gospel is everything. The fact that we are sinners in need of a savior, that we are all destined for an eternity separated from God in a real place called hell, unless we accept the free gift that Jesus Christ offers us, the sacrifice that he made that pays for our sins, if only we will repent of our sins and trust in him, and that he rose again on the third day, proving that he is who he says he is, that he legitimized his message, that he is the son of God who can save us. Like that is what we want to build our lives around. That truth is is everything. And if it's not everything to you, what is everything? What What is greater than the good news of Jesus Christ? Because if there's something that, that occupies that role, then I would very strongly encourage you to read the story of the rich young ruler. Because the rich young ruler came to Jesus and was under the impression that he was doing everything he was supposed to do. But Jesus knew that there was something standing between him and God. And for him, that was his money. But for you, it might be something else. It might be relationships. It might be, it might, it can very well be good things. It might be education. It might be fun. It might be family. There are good things in this life that don't deserve the number one spot in our lives. So if Jesus is not your number one, then I would strongly encourage you to figure out who is. And if it's not Jesus, then I'll be praying for you because that's a very scary place to be. So anyway, I didn't mean to end this podcast on a somber note, but we just, we really want to figure out how we can bless you guys. And if you guys have any ideas, reach out to us, please. If there's something that this podcast can offer you that it has not already offered you, that it does not offer you, some way in which we can encourage you or we can edify you and and something that you think we can do that will help build believers around the world, please, please, please reach out to us. Please, please, please tell us about that. You can reach us through email at maxjonathanorchristian at livingvictorypodcast.com. You can also email all three of us with a single email at questions at livingvictorypodcast.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook where you can find us at Living Victory Podcast. You shoot us a message on there. And we want to hear from you guys because you guys are the community we're trying to build around. You guys are the community that we're trying to help and encourage and strengthen so that God may be glorified. Because if, if, if we could come on this podcast and edify you guys and strengthen you guys, then we are using our voices for more than just the people that we interact with on a daily basis, but the people that you interact with on a daily basis. We want everybody's lives to be touched for Christ. And if we can help you do that 1% better, that's what we're here for. So thank you guys so much for coming back every single week, for coming back and listening to us and joining in on the fun of this podcast. And sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's silly, and sometimes it's very serious. Sometimes I make jokes that fall flat on their face and nobody laughs. Actually, that happens like basically every episode. But I love it. And I hope that you guys love it as well. And if there's a way that you can love it more, tell us because we want to make it happen. 
because we love you guys. And above all, we love God. We love God with all of our hearts, souls, mind, and strength. And when we don't, we seek to. We seek to grow in that every single day, and we hope that you guys do as well. So this is the Living Victory Podcast. This is the 100th episode, and we'll be back for 101 next week. We hope that you're back too. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you so much for always being here. And as always, love each other and shine your light.